What's up, everyone? This is Zero Gravity, and I'm back from the dead. Just kidding, I ain't die. I took a little vacation, okay? To see a little movie. Um, uh, you might not have heard of it. It's called Nope. It's by this uh, this new unheard of director named Jordan Peele. Anyway, uh, it's it's very grassroots. You wouldn't know about it. Anyway, I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, <laughs> Sheree and Ryan, and we're going to mini massacre it up um, today. We're going to be talking about the Blurdy Sphere as Ryan, Brother Ghoulish, and I have just returned from BlurredCon. And we did our first IRL panel for you guys, which was incredible because I've known these freaking people for two plus years now. And it was our first time meeting IRL. Sheree, looking at you next. Looking hey, at you next. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at all the pictures like, those are all my friends. <laughs> They see each other beneath the shoulders. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, we had a great time this past weekend at BlurredCon, but I can't count the times on my hands when all of us were like, damn, we are, we're so close. We're so close to completion. Like, I don't know if anyone listening is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh head, but like the, uh, all right, okay, ghoulish, the, the six-piece Exodia. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... We um, excuse me, it is five pieces. Of oh, exodia. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what's the sixth piece? It's like a the sixth you know, piece. Let me not get trashy. I was about to say penis, but I'll well, oh, there it is. No, I mean, that's fine. You know, I'm a, I'm a chill. <laughs> I should have gone to Blurry Con, I could have used a lot of things in my life. <laughs> I'm dead. Sorry, that's the only five. piece that matters of exodia okay we're at four we're just missing the one piece for the five piece exodia and then we would have been complete and uh that's when the dictatorship begins the <laughs> literally when the, uh, when the exodia is complete forget about it anyway um i've been an affiliate of the con for several years now but i'm curious brother ghoulish how was your first blurred con experience i would i had my mind blown because wow to all the cosplay i was having so much fun just seeing people do their things and sorry nox is also very excited about blur kanye Um, (laughs) he's tap dancing over there like the sandman (laughs) at the apollo but (laughs) it, it, it actually was like i'm addicted like i actually can't wait to go back next year to be honest I heard y'all's panel with Grown Up Scary did numbers. Like people were outside trying to listen on the headphones because y'all yeah. packed that house. Yeah, I, it was this really cool um, new feature. Um, I have a, a friend, Bree, in the anime industry. Her name is Trackhead Bree. Shout out to Bree. Um, was running a, I thought it was a, like a silent disco. You ever seen those like silent discos? Because yeah. they had the headsets that were like different colors. When I asked her, you know, what was up, she had this table with all these headphones next to the panel rooms. And I said, yo, breathe. you doing a silent disco? Let's go. Sign me up. And it's actually for, you know, due to COVID protocols and we're still learning how to deal with life um, during post-COVID. Um, you know, in a packed panel room, not everyone feels comfortable. So now you have the option to grab a, a set of headphones and listen to these panels from anywhere else in the con. And our our specific color was green. I had no idea this was happening, by the way. Our color was green. uh, And we go up to her later in the weekend, and she's like, mad people had on green, which was awesome. You know, it's one thing just to have your 
your uh, chosen family and friends come and support your panel. But it's another thing when, you know, people we don't even know at, on the other side of the con are tuning in, which is crazy to think about. I mean, it's kind of same concept with our podcast here, but you know, when you're IRL, it's, it's something a little bit more special. Was it your first time meeting a girl that scary too? It was. Um, I hadn't met them before. And so it, it was like across the band. And that that energy of us all being together was just like electric. And then some of the people I met were like long lasting connections because as early as this week, I did my first D&D campaign in like over <gasps> since quarantine because I met some people. Yeah. And um, it was uh, some of the people that were hanging out with us outside the room. And we were playing just last night and it was just, it was tons of fun. And I'm like, wow, this reverberated. Like this created a lot of joy for me in many other places. I love that shit. Me too. People forget all of us podcasters and like influencers that are like tight met in the pandemic. So none of us have been Mm -hmm. in the same room. Um, They forget it all the damn time. And I'm like, nah, these are, this is my posse, but also we've never been in the same zip code. Except for the one time Sheree decides to come and <laughs> pop so up in New York fucking city. The one day, the one time I'm not there. My G, are you fucking kidding me? This one is going to hurt so bad. It really I'm, is. I'm so mad, but also you are the horror Beyonce. So of course we're not going to be in New York on any given Monday. <laughs> You did not just say horror <laughs> Beyonce. Right? I'm, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, no, Zero gone. She on tour. <laughs> <laughs> she on tour. I'm dead. I've never seen you and Beyonce in the same room. I got questions. Well, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Don't do this. <laughs> not at the same time, right? And on top of that, like, oh, my God, I forgot what I was about to say. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. I need to stop smoking, clearly. Wait. <laughs> I need to stop. This is my wake-up call. <laughs> Y'all too solid. <laughs> Please. Okay, tomorrow's going to come and you're going to forget all about this. Okay? Right? Until you edit it. The morning <laughs> oh, right. In the editing, this may not exist. You're right. You be telling yourself in the editing. <laughs> you just be like, oh, no, I'm going to cut this. And it's on the episode. And I'm like... <laughs> Right, because really, it'd be like, look, it's going to be what's going to be. They need to see the real. They need to know, because they're going to see us live anyway at some point. (laughs) One way or another. Yeah, if you're still making it to socials, you already see it. Right. I'd be telling on us in our reels, too. i really be telling on us. But those reels. (laughs) They be real. I really, they are real. They're really real. I thought twice about the one that we posted, um, with Sheree talking about, I'm gonna hit them two times with the with the spells by the white woman who who uh, <laughs> um, ghetto hoodoo voodoo to bring this pandemic upon us. As you was talking about, I'm gonna hit them two times or one for each stimmy I got. I'm like, is it okay? You know what? I think it's fine. Listen. <laughs> Like Joe Biden can time to listen to our podcast because my loans are still there. So <laughs> he's working on that. <laughs> he needs to pay attention, right? Like, we need to um, go ahead and at Joe Biden. So listen, that's what I'm stay your ass home and catch up with Nelnet. 
come over here and clear this because we have a tour to go on, okay? Listen, listen. We have get conventions to hit. Get information, Joe. Get information. You're right, though, Ghoulish. Like, I, I was a hound of the convention space before the world ended. Um, and I think that's where I got a lot of my drive to become a creator because I just am so impressed by the community of, of specifically Blurreds in the uh, East Coast area. Um, and then I lost that, obviously, because we all did. And now I kind of figured out how to do nerd life without that, which is how I found you guys, which I'm eternally grateful for. But now we're learning how to do cons again safely, testing with the boosters and, you know, wearing masks when possible and, you know, this, that, and the third. And now I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's fucking go. It's time again. Let's fucking get it. So, yeah, Joe, um, come up and uh, clear clear this shit behind me. So, Because uh, me and my podcast host, we got to do things. Blurcom was just the beginning for us. Next time, mark my fucking words, y'all. Next time, we're going to have Sheree with us. Yes. The five-piece Exodia will be complete. <laughs> and I'm going to personally send us into a new pandemic. <laughs> yes. I need every part no. of that energy right now. Like, if we're all in the same room, Captain Planet gonna show up or shut it down. He's gonna be like, it's too lit. It's too lit. Global warming's real. What? Get out of here. <laughs> I really hope that New York Comic Con is in our future. Um, well, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that on recording because is that a jinx? I could have. I don't think so. Know. We hope for lots of things. <laughs> so, like, this is a hope chest. <laughs> this could either be a. Uh, a huge jinxing of the situation, or let's just call it manifesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I think one of my coworkers the other day told me, like, like uh, I don't know. Y'all know I don't subscribe to this newsletter, but the something is in this quarter of the moon. So now is the time to be manifesting. And you know what? I'm just going to do that. Listen, I'm going to do it. No, Catch like- us with our panel, New York Comic Con, if we get accepted, period. Yes, Ow. yes. But also give us some coins so people can travel. That'd be cute, too. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> some of us ain't in the East Coast no more. Um, I was in a fake East Coast in Indiana, so I didn't even count. But I want to go to the real East Coast. I want to go East Coast proper and see this Comic-Con and see my friends so we can do hood rest shit. I, just, I was going <laughs> to finish that sentence. I just want to do hood rest shit with my heart. <laughs> I'm going to turn into the panel, and they're going to be like, no, send her home. <laughs> like, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> you said I could. You said I could. <laughs> oh my gosh. I keep muting this mic to eat these air rolls. I apologize, y'all. Y'all know what is y'all know what is nope night, so I'm double fisting. I, I got the liquor on one side, the egg rolls on the other, and ambition above my head, baby. I'm not. Jay knew what it was, because we definitely did with another mini episode, because it's a nope holiday. Ain't nobody can tell me a full episode on a no holiday. Look. Okay. <laughs> we ran out to see was... well, Y'all are. <laughs> oh, your, your, your city doesn't do it early yet? Or you, you're not sure yet? We do it early, but like the lifts are ridiculous here. They say Animal Draft House is $30. And I I don't have that. I've never had that. Um, and so I could probably like figure out the trains and buses to get back to Minnesota and find a viewing there. 
but also like my back um, is still a little bit tender. <laughs> so I don't be like jostled around on the fucking buses catching COVID. Yeah, Cause no. Yeah. Especially because I'm flying to New York on Monday, so I don't want to be all like, oh no, cough, cough. <laughs> I'm getting to work yeah, being angry. I got to be there. Most of the movies that I'd seen recently, like the theater that I'm going to decide, uh, tonight, they mm-hmm. typically do the, the viewings early, but this was the one that I thought they wouldn't, to be honest, yeah. just because of like just how popular it would be. I don't know. I mean, that's clearly backwards thinking, but I wasn't thinking that anymore. I guess I didn't want to get my hopes up because I've been waiting for Nope forever. I'm so excited to see this film. Mm-hmm. I'm sneaking out to see it Monday because my flight gets in at a ridiculous early time and I can't even check in until like three in the afternoon. But there's a movie theater nearby where they put me up at. So I'm like, if I'm not seeing Zebra, I'm seeing Nope. I'm going to be like, take this bag. Go. I go see Jordan Peele. Bye. Okay. I, I actually remember what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> my favorite part of BlurCon, and Zero is so humble that she has not been talking about this on the timeline. My sis blew it up, y'all. Like, when you did that interview of Orlando Jones, I was I was so over the moon. It was so perfect. It was very emotional, but not, like, overly or anything. I mean, they weren't, like, going through it the whole time. It was just, it was, like, magic. And I know they were recording it, so I really hope that at some point this pops up for people to see because you yes. fucking smashed it zero. It was my favorite part of the con easily. Oh, thank you. Was- I was really blessed to have you guys with me for, for uh, just a little visual listeners um, during the interview with Orlando Jones. I had brother ghoulish cat zaddy and jazz of 40 ounce connoisseur front and center yes. front fucking row. <laughs> you best believe I was locking eyes with them. Just to keep from sweating, but after the first ten minutes, it was fine. But that was a a very extraordinary interview, and I think it went even better than I planned it would. You know, I, I had my proofreaders with me in the front. I made sure they read my questions just in case it's seven says sensitivity. You know, whatever stuff. I know the whole American God situation is kind of a sensitive one, so I wanted to be sure. But I think that. Um, Mr. Jones really appreciated my interview. He did tell me afterwards. He sent me a really kind DM. He found me on Instagram to send me a nice message. Um, and uh, I made sure to get my little my little horror-adjacent questions in there. I know that he's cool with Ernest Dickerson, so I was like, yo, oh, hmm. what's going on? What they doing next week? That will be on the show? Like- <laughs> so, right, if you were in the audience, you would have cracked up because they flat out asked him, like, are you cool with Ernest Dickerson? We need to know. And when I told you the audience is dead, because <laughs> we really wanted to know. Like, thank you for that. Shit, that was fan service. <laughs> These are the questions. These are the real questions. <laughs> and then after the uh, con, I followed Trolando, just to let you know, because there's a Trolando account on Clubhouse, which I had no clue. I had no idea he was like, yeah, Trolando Jones has gone over to Clubhouse. I followed that shit. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. it. I need to hear this. <laughs> Heading that way right now. Hold, please. <laughs> that is yeah, definitely what I need. People can see me pop on Clubhouse and be like, oh, what you want to talk about? I'm like, nothing. I'm trying to follow Trump and I'm so quick. The way Clubhouse alerts be snatching me in the rooms I didn't mean to go into, and it's so awkward. Listen. Those alerts be setting me up. That's I'm something I don't like about Clubhouse, because I just kind of like fall into rooms. And especially like if the room is like 
not that popping and then they'll like automatically invite me up to speak just because i popped up there and i'm like i i don't i don't really want to talk about the state of fucking nft bitcoin i just i somehow <laughs> ended up here and i'm scared <laughs> Me and my fat thumbs trying to do other shit, and I'll just walk into somebody's stuff, and I'm like, oh no, this is the wrong room. There's a lot of haters. And I'm just like, leave quietly. <laughs> there is a lot of haters. There's also a lot of hotepy stuff. I know this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I found that out the hard way last summer because I was like, oh, I see rooms of black people. Let me go see what's going on. Oh, let me leave immediately. Look. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm. I got snatched. I mean, not snatched to a room. That's the wrong way to word it. I found a room that was like about people of color like starting their own businesses doing their own thing and um nox is tap dancing because he likes what i'm talking about yay um that's his but, favorite uh, song yeah he loves nfts <laughs> oh no no, no <laughs> not nfts you better steer him in the correct direction but when he i said, went well, to my stock's room, looking like i felt like this room was like for me because they were talking like business stuff right and they really, land, I mean, I thought they were about to land this plane. I was in there for like a couple hours. And then when they started getting into like super Jesus stuff. And listen, I'm not, I'm not throwing to the Rush community. That's not what I'm saying. But if I'm going into the room to learn about dividends or like being like a business owner, and then everyone's like, okay, let's talk about Jesus for 25 minutes. It's a bit jarring. So I just kind of slowly faded into the shadows. I still followed them because that business information was definitely on the one. But you can't stay too long. <laughs> I was like, I just don't If you stayed for twenty more minutes, they would have started talking about fucking why black women shouldn't eat corn. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear about this. This is you know I don't need to know. I'm okay. I'm all right. <laughs> it's because black women don't need periods. We don't just don't have them. Quit eating corn what? and just don't have a period. Just don't. <laughs> If I start busting off shots right now, it's going to hit some people who I know personally. So I got to be very careful. But no, but we will talk they, after. They in there like who taught them how to read? Black women how to read. They need to know how to have a man. And it's like oh, oh no. I like how y'all accidentally doing Doctor Hadassah, and I'm here for it. I was just about to say that. Cue her up. She, next, I, she pulls up I, in the clubhouse. Talking about the I only eat my grandmama's mac and cheese, and so did Jesus. Like, I just I love her so much. Stop I love it her right now. Speaking of, they got nominated for an Emmy. Um, Black Lady's show is nominated for an Emmy. Did it really? I yes. did that. Let's go. Yes. I love that. Uh, no, I. I met one of the writers on a podcast I was a guest on like the night before. And so like, because I was friending her on everything the next day, I was like, oh, you got the Emmy nom. Get it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's phenomenal. Right. They're up against SNL because there's only two sketch shows, but like we know which one is better. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so. it's it's not even debate uh, debatable. I don't know where that came from. Debatable at this point. I like adding accents where they're not required because it makes me sound classy. <laughs> you mess around. You gonna mess around and be like, "This is the Vampire Brooklyn episode again." What? No. <laughs> We can't go back there. <laughs> There's no going back. No, that week is waiting for us. <laughs> no, my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> <laughs> is it just the wig, or is it him wearing the wig at the edge no, of the bed? I'm curious. It's literally just the wig. It's it's the wig with the like orange contacts. 
but there's no head. They're just that's it. And it stands in the corner and waits for me to wake up. You know it smells like soul glow, and I'm not. Okay oh with that. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine um, he just takes it off like a helmet. <laughs> it just like floats to where it wants to go. That's frightening. The way I would grab my clutch and tiptoe up on out of there. <laughs> no, it's like a Pokemon. It's like Pikachu. I choose you, and it just goes to war. Relax. <laughs> Fucking people shit up and leaving trails of grease. <laughs> just That's like, too ah! much. That's too much. Yo, I that, this gives me the idea. So we're definitely gonna have this this panel, and we're definitely gonna fucking run with it because it's golden. Excuse me, and people will show up for that shit. But also, what if we had like a live wig watch, like a separate panel? That would be so much fun, actually. I love that. And then we could take like. Um, we could take uh, suggestions from the audience, especially if we do something like this at BlurredCon yes. or, or DreamCon or another uh, like heavily POC um, uh, attended con. Oh my God, that yes. would be insane. Yes. Mm, gonna, we need to talk gonna, about it. I'm gonna remember that one. The wig watches, oh, so good. Not just hard, just fucking everywhere. Mm, sleep paralysis, demons and all that. Yes. The first time I did defense needs a panel. After that episode came out, I know y'all also get DMs with bad wigs, and I appreciate it. Y'all, please keep them coming, please. I'm haunted. (laughs) But you forgot this one. I was like, oh my eye. (laughs) It took an inch. Oh no. Force your right, can't sleep at night. Right. Right. (laughs) Yo, if we had this for a panel, like the last hairline of the pants, we would have to create a flyer for it. And it's like Sheree in the pose of Uncle Sam, like, we need you <laughs> to be the last hairline of defense. <laughs> instead, of, instead of a magnifying glass, I have a wide tooth comb and I'm yes. looking through it. <laughs> That's epic. That is epic. Coming to a con near you. Oh right. my god. No, no, no. Coming to a kitchen near you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask what you can do for your hair department. That's what your hair department can do for you. Look. No. <laughs> Period. These wigs be standing up on edge sometimes. Like I, I think I already told Sheree about this, but Zero, you got to see it too. I'm gonna snap a pic for it because I don't think I sent it to Sheree. But the way they did Loretta Devine's wig in P Valley this season, it's wrong. In Loretta the same... Devine, yeah, she's yes. in P Valley. Time's she's in hard. P Valley. No, I'm joking. She's, she, she's playing <laughs> Uncle Clifford's uh, mother, and so um, and she's blind. But that don't mean that her hair should be set up like that, especially since the same episode where the wig just took a mind of its own, they had him in Ivy Park. And they definitely had her looking wild. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to take a break. The disrespect they throw at her on her head and all of her projects, I'm like, you have a national treasure and you can't find a wig. That's what I'm saying. Like, when are production companies going to realize that she's royalty? Listen. She don't need them. They need her. If you get Loretta Devine in your bullshit, you need to give her a good wig. From here on, who's her agent? I'm calling her agent right now. Hello? <laughs> I'm seeing what they're putting on Loretta. I'm going to talk to you real quick. <laughs> this is going to sound off the beaten path, but Sheree, I think this is your chance to also, if Stranger Things Peoples is listening, please let them know what Eleven don't need. Because when you said that on the timeline, I just, I felt like no one was saying it. And I don't want to take it because it is your it is your property. Please, get them together, please. Real quick. Listen, they keep trying to make Mike happen. Who is Mike? I don't know him. 
He ain't done nothing since season one. Like, once you introduce Eleven, it's Eleven's show. These boys is her secondary backup dancers. They, they the dream girls. <laughs> let, let, let Mike, let, let Will Finhart go do something else. He's a great kid. He's talented, gorgeous. Let him go. Because, like, she don't need no man. She... She is the reason for the fucking seasons. When you know what they do when she ain't around, getting their ass kicked by the upside down. <laughs> you know what they do when she show up, stop getting their ass kicked. <laughs> Why do we need these? <laughs> we don't need these boys no more. This ain't. Season one was cute. Season one was cute. Let her go ahead and clear some people. Let her do the things. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let her fly if you love something set her free. Please. Listen. That's some real stuff right there. And it helped your character grow to be for real. Because for 11 to, I'm using air quotes for the people who can't see us, forget who she is until she's reminded of the love of Mike, the heart of the group. This is giving very back in the day. It's giving she Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. Yeah. She is she is Wonder Woman. And you need to you need to tell me that she needed her dead boyfriend to take over a man's body and tell her she could fly and she's been a help. god her whole fucking life. Help. Like when she was on the island, she wasn't like these women are flying. I could probably do that. Like she was like, oh no, now that these ghosts has told me I can do it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Miss me. Like <laughs> for real, miss me with that. I thought this should have died at um What's the Disney princess that was all about the sleeping? The beauty. first one. <laughs> yeah, like which Disney princess? Yes. The first one. Yeah. All of them. No, correct. I, it made me so fucking it made me so mad. And don't get me wrong, yes, that actor's cute. Chris Pine, he can get it from most of us. I'm not taking that from him. However, she is Wonder Woman. And however we feel about Gal Gadot, she is Gal Gadot. She ain't waiting around 50 years <laughs> for a D tray. Like she's like, you know what I can get whenever I want? This. She ain't like, oh no, now these back from the dead. I can I can do this again. It's like, no. She is not home on Friday nights. I am because I'm tired and I'm old. She is Gal Gadot. <laughs> and she is Wonder Woman. <laughs> Miss me. Miss me with that whole sequel. Miss it. I was like, Patty, <laughs> let me see your script. <laughs> what are you doing? You're right though. That's very 80s of of Stranger Thing. I mean, yeah, no shit, but like. Mm. And mm, that doesn't digest well now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more. One of the things I, I've noticed about this show is that it is a period piece, but sometimes I think the sensibilities they're writing for, <laughs> they forget they're not in that same era. You're mm-hmm. writing for the era. You're not living in that era. 
people can have the conversations. I don't want to get too far into it because I've seen it all, but I don't want to be spoiling shit for people because I know some people ain't got 90 hours to give the season. Oh, oh. I kind of did get spoilery by saying that, well, didn't I? Okay, I no. think we'll we'll put okay, the spoiler okay. warning. Uh, we'll, okay. we'll put it we'll put it in the bio. Yeah. Like, we, we, gotta, we gotta blurt it out. But this is what I do like. Okay, so I, all right. Now we, we brought open up this can of worms. Now let's yeah. fucking dump it on the table. That's stupid. Okay, that's fucking stupid. Eleven is a telepathic assassin, and she rely or not relies, but is basically fucking powerless until this regular, regular ass white kid is like, <laughs> "I love you," and then she's like, "Wait, I forgot. I'm a telepathic assassin." <laughs> right. right. That shit is old news. Okay, that's whack. But. How are you going to have a really weird and not really, I don't know, not very 2020 situation like that, and then have this whole progressive love triangle um, and just very, um, uh, let's say, a transparent um, view of young queer people? You know what I mean? Because in season three, we got Robin, right, at Scoops Ahoy. And she had her, like, they were, uh, she and Steve were, like, high on LSD, which is when she came out to Steve. Yep. Um, but it was very, like, it was serious, but it was also very, like, lighthearted and fun and just kind of showed how, you know, being different, and coming out of the closet doesn't have to be like this groundbreaking thing that like yeah. breaks you down and shakes you up and you have to pull yourself up by your bootstrap. It's not a like that. Sometimes people can just fall out of the closet, you laugh about it, and then it's fine later. But on the other side of the spectrum, you can also have situations like Wills, right? Which is a lot about family dynamic. And also there's a, uh, a dash of um, themes of masculinity in there. Um, but you can have a situation like Robin or you can have a situation like Will, which is really heartbreaking. And that that happens just as often as the latter does. And I like how Stranger Things and they're both honest. I feel like they're they're both honest. I mean, obviously not the whole like kidnapped by KGB and then fed LSD. And then on the other hand, like this chick is getting ready to do a telepathic assassination. And then you have this coming. Yeah. I mean, besides all that bullshit. The way that it happens is very like honest, I feel like. And they show two different sides of a spectrum. And you know, people's coming out stories can be on either side or somewhere in the middle or three quarters of the way one direction. But I like, I really like that about it. And uh, I think it was um uh Kate Lynch, uh, my friend on Twitter, who really put me on to the contrast between those, and I was like, wait, that's I mean, that's true. And so that's a good example, Shrey, of what you were talking about five minutes ago of writing for this generation. Like, that mm -hmm. makes all the sense to me. And that I think that's, like, pretty good representation. So why the fuck is Eleven, like, powerless until this one guy is like, oh, but I love you. Y'all are, like, 16. You don't know what fucking love is. <laughs> it's like the Duffer Brothers were getting high off of Bewitched. And I was like, you know what? They're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> that's my can of worms. Yeah. Listen, 
I mean, the funny thing is, like, they knocked it out the box, though. Like, I mean, this season's good. Like, I mean, it mm-hmm. was really good. I think, aside from the misgiving that we threw them shade at, shade is how we we throw we we show you That's love. Right. Yes, you know, we, yes, of course. I, I, I've got some thoughts, but overall, oh. like, it's it's oh, definitely yeah. a good time. <laughs> it's better than three. It's better than three because at three, I was like, we might need to see other shows. Um, and then four came in. I was like, y'all, how long? But it was good, so I shut my mouth. But I just, I mean, we've said it, we've said it before. We've said it so many times. Lucas deserves more. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's Erica fact. deserves more. Yeah. Erica deserves way fucking more. Some of the core can go. <laughs> um, these can are the right fucking now, though. though. I know who needs to get paid more. And Ooh. that's Mr. Uh, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head what the actor's name is, but Dustin. Yeah. He, he's the best actor out of like, I mean, besides maybe like Joyce and Hopper and like the adult, but out of all the kids, he's the he's the best. His character's also been the most consistent because right. like they don't fuck with him as much. They're like, he's going to help solve the crime. He's going to have a couple dads maybe. And it's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, we don't know what to do with kids. Um, you miss your boyfriend. And she's like, but I'm a powerful bitch. You miss your boyfriend. But I'm a powerful <laughs> bitch. You miss your boyfriend. I miss my boyfriend. <laughs> Did you? Did, and I, I had to Google the name too because I also like that actor, Gaten Matarazzo. There we go. He's did you know that he has like a show on Netflix that's kind of like Scare Tactics? Did y'all know? I, I've actually watched it. It's really Wait, good. Scare Tactics. It's just no. It's just like Scare Tactics. Oh. I'm actually going to get the name because it's actually worth y'all time. It's it's really good. He did a great job. Give me a second. I got you. Hold up. Yeah. That's the thing is that we like all the kids, but we also need to understand that not all the kids need to still be there. Because what are they yeah. doing? If they're just placeholding, let them go so you can like clear that chessboard so we can get to the like nitty gritty. Facts. I think uh Prank think Encounters. Have y'all heard of it? Uh Prank, Prank Encounters? Encounters. I heard of it when he started it, but I never actually checked it out because I'm always late. <laughs> it, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are talking about it, so you're you're not really late. Listen. Who was doing scare tactics again? I forgot. It, um Tracy Morgan Tracy was the Morgan. main host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes, Tracy, yes. Yeah. No. I feel like because we talked about Stranger Things, I could bring up something I have concerns about. Okay. Why the fuck was Doja Cat in Noah Snap's DMs talking about a grown ass man? <laughs> I mean, on one on one end of the spectrum, I feel you because I want to know: Does he have a girlfriend? I want to know. He got his own Instagram now because that's where I was going. I wouldn't follow him immediately because him and yeah. that like bad denim and that bad wig did something for me. And I was like, you know what? I'll unpack this later in life. Come on, Joseph Queen, let's go. I wasn't like, let me go find this kid and keep in his DMs. Nah, she's an adult. She's an adult. She she should have gone yes. straight to his DMs and be like, yo, what's good? Listen. Because now I, look what happened. Now it's messy. Because now, now Joseph see you creeping up on kids' DMs being like, well, your friend did. And that's not a good look. That is not a good look. <laughs> she just ruined her chance. Right? So. And then she... And then she made it work. She got on Instagram and was like, no one doing snake shit sharing those screenshots. Now I would hope all you. kids, I would hope all kids share screenshots when adults sneak into their DMs because you know what you're supposed to be doing as an adult. Being Stay a kid's fucking DMs. DMs. You ain't no math tutor. Stay out. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> you ain't no math tutor. Listen, let me see your degree, Doja. What's your tutoring him in? <laughs> like, oh, my out. God. That's what, too much. What kind of fifth grade is Is your yeah. friend single? I mean, I'm not surprised though, because I know that Doja's has done and continues to do some questionable shit. She so, stays. 
She you stays know? not letting us love her. She sees the love and she's not about it. And she's like, no, I choose violence every time. Well, problematic fave. She is, I, I love her to death, but she right. is a problematic fave. Listen. Absolutely. And look at you beefing with a, a high schooler. <laughs> like, really? Like, What's are you street cred? Right? Like, and you're beefing with, that kid is literally still in high school. He's got to be like 17 or something. Youngest of the original <laughs> cast. Youngest of the original cast. And you in his DM. Like, there's, if you really got to go see somebody's friend, which is weird, because you don't even know who's friends. You wasn't on set. For all you know, they hate each other. They never had scenes together. But for all you know, he's like, I hate Joseph Quinn. I'm going to fuck him up next time we all on set together. <laughs> but you're like, hey, I see him. Um, I know y'all work together. I've never had a scene with him, and I'm a child. I just thought I would ask. Look. <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> I, I that was at the time hilarious, and then, and then like all the memes because you know the girls are quick when, when they get a hold oh, of something. Yeah. That's it, <laughs> especially Black Twitter. I had a funny situation where I was actually trying to. I said Black Twitter in front of someone, right? And they were also of color, like us. And they were like Black Twitter. I'm like, yeah. He's like, is that an app? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. Is it? <laughs> was no, like, it should be, what? but no, racist. I about to say, I will download that app. Hold this, up now, hold. No, this is a person that's never seen Insecure, obviously. Because if you watch Insecure and you went to Insecure after, if you went to Twitter after Insecure, you know what Black Twitter is. Like, yo, condolences got dragged for seasons. I saw something on the internet once, and something like that ghoulish. Like, someone was like, "Oh, my friend just was like, how do I?" how do I get into black Twitter? And they were like, honey, you don't find black Twitter. Black Twitter finds you. Hey, Listen, and you don't want it to. Like when black Twitter find you, you done fucked up and you didn't yeah. just go ahead and leave the oh. internet. No. The if jokes I was are quick and the pain is quicker. Yep. If, if I was trading on black Twitter, I would unplug my mic, throw it out a window and be like, that was cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. I guess I'll pass away now. Listen, <laughs> I would, I would feel the shame that person who got Jordan Peele to get back on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We can talk about that for a second. Oh my God. Just. Boy. Okay. All the listeners, my eyes are like, like two miles wide open right now. <laughs> I'm scared. The eyes are like dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it in real time because I couldn't do anything. And so I was just like propped up on pillows, scrolling Twitter and like, oh! <laughs> Jazz music stops. <laughs> like everybody in the building stopped. We all felt the shift. We're like, was that an earthquake? No, it's about getting raided by Jordan Peele on Twitter. <laughs> I feel bad for this man though, because the floodgates are open now. And you know how people take shit too seriously. Like, obviously, Jordan Peele didn't take it too seriously what he said. I mean, uh, you know, freedom of speech, okay. You could. Let him say what he wants. He's got a really great track record. Sure, jumping to uh, to, to titles a, a little quickly, I, I would say so. But he did apologize. He, you know, the first tweet was, you know, put the phone down, sir. I beg you, please put the phone down. It was just, it was rock me. It got wow, just, <laughs> just wow. But then he followed it up with the, you know, sorry uh apologized um and then made the comment about uh john carpenter 
which yeah. which I accept. Um, but now this guy is getting like spearheaded from like every single angle. Yeah, on like opposite sides of the spectrum. Like there's no winning for that man, and I kind of feel bad about it. And I am wondering like what Jordan Peele thinks about this because that guy's getting hammered right now. And you know how it is on Twitter. Yeah. Black Twitter oh, finds yeah. you. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, and they found him. No. <laughs> Again, when Black Twitter find you, you know you messed up. I just love because I I look at Jordan Peele's Twitter all the time because he's never on it, but I want to know when he is. And so for him to come out of like Twitter neighbors, <laughs> Twitter hibernation, um, I got this movie and see that shit and be like, oh no, I gotta address that first. <laughs> also, nope is opening, yo. <laughs> yo. I people were people were not having it because apparently that dude is also the same dude that was the just let people enjoy things guy and now he's all like Jordan Peele's the greatest and people are like um are you using Rotten Tomatoes really as your proof because like <laughs> what has happened mm. It, mm. it felt like it felt like a racist person trying to do penance for something that's what it felt like because you know mm. how they're like I'm not racist social's the greatest social's my best friend I would give so a kidney and it's like nobody we just said hey. We don't use that word no more. And we were moving on. And now you're making it a moment and you're crying. What is happening? <laughs> you're saying things loudly that I don't think you should have been saying <laughs> by saying the most. <laughs> Twitter is a platform. It is. It is yeah. a platform. Listen. Anyone can say anything with their chest. And when the, uh, the, the consequences of your actions come back, Man, is Twitter a platform? <laughs> Remember the time, dude, dude, dude failed. Dude failed. People like pulled nominations and shit out. Um, and he still would take on the meme. <laughs> and so Barbara Crampton commented on the photo and was like, this is not a good look. Take it down. Wait, who who commented on the Barbara thing? Crampton. Oh, yep, yep. Mother Bar- Crampton came in and she was like, yep. this should have stayed in the drafts. And it, it didn't go anywhere. If, listen, if, if Barbara Crampton put up on one of my memes, it was like, not a good look. I'd be like, I'm done. Twitter's gone. I I now write rom-coms under a different name. I'm a new bitch. <laughs> I'm living in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> in a basement. You know, there is a, I feel like there is an art to holding an L that everyone needs to master. I've held them. I'm sure y'all have held them. Mm-hmm. But it's it comes with a certain amount of humbleness. Everybody's got to take an L at some point. But for some reason, when it's public on Twitter and you have some sort of a following, I don't know. I guess it's harder. It, the L is slipperier because I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. I would have held that L tightly if I were either of those people. Listen, but I don't know, man. And that's what. And that's why I'm careful when I be adding people, because I it's one thing to talk about somebody's work and use the hashtag for their movie, but I'm not gonna like be like, I know you at home on Sunday, at you, at you, at you, and people on Twitter don't have any chills. So they'll be like, oh, you like that movie? You should at blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I blah 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 blah. That's how I feel. I've had them on one of my shows. <laughs> Talked to them last month. They know. And then blah 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 blah. I gotta come in and be like, oh yeah, no, thank you for the kind words again. Why am I tagging this shit? I'm trying to make movies. <laughs> Tagged. <laughs> it's even worse because you know you know the T. You know he doesn't even know the carnage is happening. He'll probably get like wind of it like weeks after the man's been decimated. He's literally picking up his fingers off the curb and shit. And then he's like, oh shit. Damn. 
Well, thanks for the compliment. Um, <laughs> nope, it's the number one movie in the United States currently. Um. <laughs> I, I'm living for the nope cast, knowing that they're going in this weekend about to come out number one. That's just, it's a good feel. Because my husband, Stephen Yoon, is there. Kiki Palmer's there. Mm-hmm. And she needs this because Alice is her other movie we know about this year. And we all want to know about Alice. Um, <laughs> Jordan Peele is there. So many faves, so many, it's like a cast of faves. And they are like, you know what we're gonna do? Wake up the box office. Ooh. The way that like, I hate to be this person, but like, to be honest, like the way that Get Out had my heart a fluttering and then us had my heart a fluttering. I just, anytime Jordan Peele makes something, it just, I gotta be there. Like I gotta mm-hmm. be there the moment that I can. Like I, I get in formation and I'm happy about it. It is yeah. a moment. It's a fucking yeah. moment. and I. We're we're definitely gonna have a whole episode dedicated mm-hmm. to talking about this movie, but all three of these movies have been just a awesome. They make for a great movie theater experience, and we haven't had that in a long time since you know niggas stop going to the theater like <laughs> in general. <laughs> but you know when you have a great crowd and everybody is maybe not as but somewhat invest or almost as, as invested as you are and the reactions are all at the same time and you can feel everyone else's tensity when you're getting tense it's it's one of those movies and it, it hits the same as it does with us the same as it does with get out it's i think i feel like i mean i don't know this if this is on purpose but i'm just going to go out on limb and say it it is because i feel like i know this man but I feel like Jordan Peele makes movies for that theater experience. That's like all that togetherness and it just hits so much better. Like, honestly, I, I couldn't imagine watching like the new Scream movie in the theater and getting a fraction of the unanimous reactions that I, that I have gotten seeing all three of these movies in, in the theater. So I, or, I mean, if you're gonna take anything from this rant just now, please see Nope in the theater as soon as you can because the sooner you see the movie the more excited people you have by your side which will make for a better theater experience um and if you're considering imax do that shit i cannot wait i cannot wait um i got to see us in new york and with my sister so it feels right that i'm gonna maybe see nope in new york um because <laughs> i i think that not only is jordan Peele from new york that's a cute little knock but like also, like you said, he he knows the summer blockbuster. He knows the horror movies that get us talking because he's a fan of it. Like his top nine movies are all qualified box. Like not a shitty one in the bunch. Even the ones I disagree with, I'm like people loved it. I can't I can't mm-hmm. say nothing other than people a bop loved is it. A bop is a bop is a bop. Listen, listen. It was not my tune, but I get it. Um, <laughs> and so like he he knows it and he studies it and that's why we like we love these movies because they have these nods to the things and they have like the era and the feel and the vibe of some of these things like mm-hmm. I, every time i watch us i see other nods to other movies and it sends me because i'm just like yeah but also now and i know this and also i studied that a little bit more so i see this now too and so like it's like college for horror lovers and i'm here for it i wouldn't tag him and say he's the greatest on twitter obviously <laughs> like i think he is one of the greatest <laughs> agree i would wait i think a good 20 years before i say that with my chest on social media but i can say he's one of the greatest with my chest right now that yeah. i can say right now confidently without having to hold an l 
right? 10 minutes from now when I pop off on Twitter or whatever. All you have to do is say, he's your fave. That's all he had to say. You know, like, he's my yeah. fave. Like, no one would have dragged him for that. Right. It was just the matter of fact. Look at yeah. the numbers, bro. <laughs> and it was just tomato scores. And I was like, like, all this shit isn't subjective anyway. <laughs> Listen, Rotten Tomatoes is not it, y'all. Like, my articles for Dress Intro, if it's a review, they go to Rotten Tomatoes. You don't need no, you don't need no skills. You don't need no nothing. You just got to be in a publication that, like, funnels it through. Um, so, like, I could, that's why so many people were pissing on things and, like, things are tanked. Like, Tales from the Hood, still rated right lower than it should be. Yeah. Right lower than it should be. Biases are real. And so, like, a lot of movies aren't getting the love that they deserve, and some are getting too much love. And it's because it's written by viewers like me. Y'all can't just run out here and be like, Rotten Tomatoes said. Let's go yes. do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt. That's like, that's like three mamas <laughs> and a cardigan said. That's the same energy. <laughs> Bruh. All right. Let's wrap up this mini massacre. But I have one more point. Um, I wish that we could have been at BlurredCon after everyone had seen Nope. Because that experience would have been next fucking level. Next fucking level. But hey, we're going to have other opportunities, of course. Yeah. I would have made yeah, put me on speakerphone. I would have been like, nah, I know what's happening there. Put me on. Put me on. <laughs> I had you on FaceTime. I just like, hey, <laughs> hey, everyone in the audience. Right? I'd be like, I'm there in spirit. Turn your phone to the right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zoom in on that one part over there. Zoom in on that one part over there. They're going to get us together, child. (laughs) Tell him cute boots. (laughs) All right, everyone. I love that. This has been uh, your Blurdy Massacre mini fix for the week. I have been Zero Gravity. I have been a brother ghoulish. Uh, Sorry, Charade. (laughs) I have been the Slayer. (laughs) Ow. And we'll see y'all very, very soon. Peace. Mm -hmm.